Thanks for tuning in on the first episode of Nightmares Explained. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your host, Jose. Good evening. <laughs> okay, so for the first episode, we're going to discuss... Our own personal experiences, like with the, the supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so basically, well, I want to talk a little bit about the show. So basically, the show, I will be going around interviewing people about their personal experience. And we'll also be talking about true crime stories, folklore's legends and other stuff you know things that pass around in our cultures and stuff so today of course we're going to focus on personal experiences and uh, my buddy tarzan was telling me a little bit about his personal experience and i wanted him to like throw it out there to everybody listening to this podcast so tarzan tell me about your experience and what is it like which one because there's multiple which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, let me see. Should I just go chron- chronologically? Like, as in, like, the order I've experienced them in? Yeah, that'll be fine. All right. So the first one, I need to give names because last time I just was very vague about the people. So <laughs> I was with this girl. Her name is Chelly. Yeah. Her nickname. And she has a couple friends. Like, it's a group of four sisters that are friends with her. And we went to her house, to the, her friend's house. Uh-huh. And when we were there, they were we were just randomly talking. And, like, they started mentioning, like, scary stories. And I was like, oh, really? Like, what do you guys have? And then they're like, oh, well, something that happens to us is we'll be in the bathroom and we'll be like combing our hair or we'll just be something and the lights will just start to flicker. And then we look behind, like, if, while we're looking in the mirror, we can see like a shadow or something behind us. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Are you sure it's just not your imagination? And then one of them's like, well, I was with, it was both of us together at one point. I was like, whoa, that's creepy. And while they were explaining that to me, like out of nowhere, uh, I just like, but they had these like, you know how back in the day they had those really big TVs? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, they had one of those. And it's like those really weird big, big box TVs. And out I've of nowhere, I just saw like three, like kids. It would be the best way to explain it because they look like kids. Uh-huh. Like just three kids crossing the TV, like crossing, a, like running across their living room. Like so basically the, like ghosts you would see like them yeah, passing by the TV you could see them passing by the TV and I was like whoa what's that did you see that and they're like what, what are you talking about I was like that the kids and like oh that happens all the time I'm like what do you mean and they're like yeah we we have that experience like they say that the the people before us passed away and it was like a family and that's those are the spirits we've been seeing constantly I'm like that's weird what else happens and they, they didn't really like I can't remember the rest but those were like the main things that happened that day so basically they live with children in their house or what's the deal yeah something like spirits of children okay mm-hmm. so we're gonna take our first commercial break so uh, we'll be right back Welcome presented by medina tile i mean not tile medina detergent continue <laughs> you interrupted me <laughs> I <know>. anyway <laughs> uh, so i'm really uh before we start this other segment uh I really apologize for the background noise. The audio, yeah. The, all the cars you hear in the background are because of me. I own a big company that has a bunch of cars that are driving by all the time. Uh, we're, right now, we're looking for like a little studio where we can like you know talk about all these stories. So, bear with us. So, um, Tarzan, you want to continue with your second story? All right. So, story number dos. Uh, my parents were in Dallas because they we sell detergent here on the weekends. That's mm-hmm. the actual business we own. And they went to go pick some up. And I was home alone in my room. I was playing some video games. I think it might have been Mass Effect for all those fans out there. What's up? And then uh, I heard like this really loud like bam like in my house. And I was like, what's going on? So I walked out and I like I, I didn't walk out. I was just like, what's going on? So like. I kept looking around and I went to the door, like one of the doors in my room. Yeah. And I could see a shadow underneath. And it was moving like back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, what is this? And so very surprised, like I just yelled, I was like, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. I opened the door and there was nothing there. But the weird thing is like, now that I remember the shadow, like for me, it had kind of like a weird like shape. You know what I mean? Like when you picture a demon, you know how you see horns? Yeah. Like I, sw- I swear to God, I saw a horn. Like, that's how much like I remember that shadow. Are you trying to make this podcast juicy or is it like No, true? no, that's like legit, bro. Like I swear I remember this. Like I remember last time I look at this. Like no no joke, I have goosebumps again just telling oh, the story. Shoot, yeah, you do. And so yeah, I remember that. I opened the door really fast. There was nothing there and I was like, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on?" 
So I went into the kitchen, picked up a bunch of food, and turned on all the lights in the house because everything was off except for the one in the, in the dining room. That's where I could see the shadow from. I turned on every single light in the house. I went to the kitchen, picked up some food, ran back into my bedroom, locked the doors, and I just waited there patiently like for my parents to come home. Was this at your recent house or your... The previous house. Like the, the one here near where, where I saw the detergent. Okay, so back here where we where we're podcasting right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really close to where we were podcasting. Uh-huh. And also, no no BS, like in that house, I remember we used to find like these concrete blocks. Uh-huh. And my dad's like, yeah, because this place used to be like a funeral. You can see like the tombstones. Uh-huh. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we would see like these big, big concrete blocks. And sometimes they would have like names etched to them because we would dig down. Do you remember any? I don't remember any names, no. Oh, and then it's also crazy because now that I think about it, that night is the night my parents had their accident. They're coming back from Dallas. Yeah, they were coming back from Dallas, and one of their tires popped, and uh, the like their van just flipped over, and they were like on the side of the road for a long time. And I even got a call really late at night by an officer, and they're like, "Is this Mr. Medina, son of blah blah blah?" And I was like, "Oh no, what happened?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm here with your mom. She's really injured. Like she got she got hit in the head by some buckets." Yeah, that really happened. Uh, but she wanted to talk to you, and so I talked to her, and she told me that everything was fine. And I was really, really scared because you know, like in the movies when they call and they're like, "Hey, Usually, is this the yeah, you're like, oh no, or bad yeah. news." You know, that was a crazy night. Like I still remember that. Well, how old were you at this time? I think I was uh, twelve, no, eleventh grade, maybe or twelfth grade. Twelfth grade. So you were a senior. Yeah, I was a senior, so I was seventeen. How old are you now? Like twenty-four, right? Twenty-five. So would you say it's been like six years? Mm-hmm. Six years, maybe. Yeah. So, actually, eight years already. Eight years. Yeah, because it's that's how long it's been. I forgot. And the worst part is, guys, that we're like, the house is like right behind us. Like we're selling over here, not like right behind us, but you know, like a block away. It's pretty close. Yeah, and there's close. there's two cemeteries nearby too. There is. Yeah, there's the one over there on that building. Like, Where the storage like room? At? Yeah, there's, there's one. Well, there. I have a storage there. Oh, you do? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was going to tell you my experience. What All happened right. to me well, last I'll, week? I'll ask you right after. Okay. Like, once I finish my third story, we'll, yeah, we'll go, go to you. And then there's the one that's right behind the streets, remember? Like, when you walk down this street, there's a funeral. It's not Hollywood Cemetery? Uh, I don't know. It's, like, right here. Like, on this side. You just walk forward, and there's a cemetery. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's, like, I remember this because, uh, what, like, we have to get into the, the supernatural or whatever, but one time, there was this lady. She was kind of like a... How would I explain it? Like, you know how they call them good witches? Yeah. And she came to our house because my parents were having problems. And she convinced them. Like, for some reason, I'm skeptical about her a little bit. Yeah. Because right now she's in jail. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but, like, she came to our house. Uh-huh. And she was, like, expediting a spirit. She was, like, taking one out. <laughs> is, this she, one, is this the one you told me where she's like, Fat Yeah, she was yelling really loud, like, Fat Look at that kid. And she's like, Vamanos. And then she's like, I need someone to take me to the cemetery. <laughs> so we got in the truck and we drove across the street over here. Uh-huh. And they took her to that cemetery and she's like, let me walk the spirit to its grave. And I was like, what? What? And she just walked in with my mom, like slowly walked into the cemetery. And she's like, okay, he's been put to rest. And then she came back into the truck and that was it. What? <laughs> and my mom says she saw something, but like, I don't know. She's like, no, for real, there was something moving in that closet. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's that's a little bit to do with this, this house we're talking about, like the one we used to live in. There was some weird stuff going on there. My parents have experiences, but I have to get it from them for the next time. Like, I'll, I'll try to, like... Get a like get a well, like not written out, but like explained to me so I can explain it to the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Damn trucks keep passing by. I'm really sorry about those noises. <laughs> That's all you hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I have a few questions about the story. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. What can I ask you? Were you there when this lady did this whole graveyard thing? Yeah, I was there. We were. I was in the house with my. Well, I was with my neighbors for a little bit, and then my dad called me. He's like, "Get over here!" I was playing Monopoly. I was about to win and everything. And so my dad called me and he's like, "Hey, get over here. We need you to. We need your help with something." And then we went, and she was doing all this thing. She was yelling at the house, throwing holy water in all the rooms, and she was like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And then she asked my dad, like, why, uh, if he had any resentment towards somebody, or if she had promised, like, a dead person something. And he said that he had promised my, her, his cousin, because his cousin was killed here. Like, and there was a bar, and he got stabbed to death. 
And so when he died, no, it wasn't that nearby here. It was over there by Maine. Like, you know where that, that place, like in front of, where Casa de Amigos is now? Uh-huh. Yeah, you remember what it used to be, like a dance thing? Oh, yeah, across the street from Papa Burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the place that uh, he got killed at. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so when he died, my dad promised to get revenge or figure out who did it, you know, like figure out who killed him. And yeah, he's actually the cousin of the trucker that just passed away in our family, too. Remember uh-huh. I told you that he flipped, yeah. Yeah, he flipped over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was the... Uh, and the lady was kind of saying like this is a spirit that's been bothering you because you promised him something and you haven't been able to keep it she's like don't do don't make promises to dead people because they will hold their resentment and like for some point some of her points were pretty like interesting and she knew stuff that we didn't even tell her but at the same time like I'm a little skeptical about her I don't know there's something about her that's a little bit off well I mean we live in like in a system where like not even the police believe you if you saw a ghost no nobody will ever believe you and you know we live in a world full of skeptics and we're spo- we have to accept sometimes that maybe our stories kind of sound silly but at the same time we we do experience some stuff like that and it's not silly uh, I, I, it's not I'm, silly it's just sometimes it's a little unbelievable you I didn't know? mean to say it was silly yeah 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 it's not silly it's just you can't believe the stuff you're hearing like, yeah that, that's that thing what I about, meant to say unbelievable that, that thing about the house like you wouldn't believe like some crazy some lady I'm calling her crazy because she like the reason she's in jail is she got into a fight with her landlord and hit him Oh, well. So yeah, she got arrested and she, they took her to jail. Well, we can safely say that it wasn't due to a reason of her being crazy. It was just no, no, assault. No. I, yeah, it was assault. And like the craziness about her was, I guess, just how she li- lived her life. And like a lot of the people she helped, they were kind of helping her pay for her house and stuff. Because she'd be like, oh, uh, remember the last time I helped you? Can you give me a hundred bucks? Like she'd be that kind of person. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like sometimes the, I do believe in like, what would we call them? Because in Spanish it's brujo. They're called witches. Yeah, witches, right? But yeah. like, there's good witches, quote unquote, and bad witches. There's black magic and white magic, I think. No, that's what I mean. And this is she would be technically considered a white mage yeah. because she can use she used white magic. She was using holy water, and she wasn't doing any like sacrificial things. And she was doing like the barridas that they do, you know, like when they hit you in the back with like the leaves and stuff. Yeah. It's a cilantro. Is it cilantro? I don't even know what it is. Like <laughs> I thought it was the leaves that they use for like the Christ Day thing. Yeah. Like you know the. Catholic I think Church. it is. Yeah. It might I think be. it's those leaves. El ramo de, de something, right? Yeah, something ramo like that. El ramo de reyes, el ramo de, de, de Dios. Anyways, because uh, speaking of her, it reminds me of that one I told you about in Mexico. Which one? Remember the one that, like, she would, uh, she goes to my family's house once a month in Mexico. And she will, like, do a bunch of massages and, like, cures for people that are around there. Because one of the things she did for my uncle, like, he can't have kids. Uh-huh. Like they, they've already tested him But recently He got his wife pregnant And she was the one That was like curing him You know She was like using him And like Getting him To be cured And he got his wife pregnant Which is something That's impossible for him to, Medically Well if you think that's Possible Well I got news for you uh, It's not his Right <laughs> Maybe no, I mean that's my skepticism about it That's my skepticism too But at the same time It's kind of weird Because the kid kind of looks like him Okay well maybe You're going to be like It's the brother <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah Does he have siblings? Well, yeah my, my dad and like Four other brothers Well there you go But I don't know Like I'm just saying It's something that there's They always, believe in There's always DNA tests so. yeah, I've been telling him To get a DNA test But he's very like Against it Because he's always wanted a kid I like guess. He's, he's, he's a nice guy. Like he, He's always treated me like a son he's because blinded. he doesn't have a son. He's blinded by his own desires, maybe. Hmm? He's blinded by his own desires. He's blinded maybe. by his, yeah, like his wish finally coming through. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, but know. let's just say that this is the lady that did that, right? Uh-huh. And she also helped out. Like, she she's the one that I told you that she would, like, uh, massage you with this, like, leaf, burn it, throw it on the ground, and it would say, like, what's been... Like what's trying to get? Oh, you. I think you said uh, yeah. Yeah, the, I remember. Like I told you that she uh, she was doing that with my dad, and then she like a figure of a woman actually appeared. Yeah. And she was like, "This woman here is trying to mess you up. She's trying to ruin your family. That's why you and your wife are having all these problems." Yeah. Because they would constantly argue about women and like you know family situation, and I think and after she told him this, like he kind of calmed down. Like he's he's actually been a lot more calm since seeing her. And she's also been good at like, like taking care of ailments and stuff. And it's funny because I love her name. Like she calls herself Materia, 
and she speaks about herself in third person. That's Spanish for material, guys. Yeah, that's Spanish for material. And she speaks about herself in third person. She'll be like, Materia's here to take care of you. Like, it's <laughs> really funny. Like Duffman? Mm-hmm. And if you look her up, I think she appears, like, on the Facebook, like, the Mexican Facebook. Oh, where really? You just put, like, Materia, and she'll be there with her, like, long cloth, like, that has uh, San Judas, like, St. Jude, Saint like, Jude. on her cover, yep. like, on her overall or whatever. Damn. So... So your dad hasn't been the same ever since that experience? No, he hasn't been. Like, he's been a lot more calm, and, like, he used to go out and drink a lot. And nowadays, he doesn't even... Like, he spent a whole year without drinking. And then he went to Mexico and drank a little bit. But then now that he's back, he hasn't drank anything for a long time. Was he acting this way? So that story you told me about you having to, like... I don't know if this was personal... But you told me this story about you having to put him on a headlock because he was trying to... That happened before. That happened before, though. Okay, it happened after this lady, like the lady in the cemetery. Uh-huh. It happened after her, but before this new one. Okay, so it might have been possible that the lady from the cemetery did not do anything. And there is a high possibility of that, yes. But for a while after she did that, he was calm. Okay, so... But it's weird, like, I think... We believe that there's someone influencing him like because he always used to go to bars and stuff like that. And yeah, you know how they course. say some of those ladies are like very involved. Bad yeah, they're, they're they're bad influences and sometimes they're involved or, or they'll engusanarlos like which what does that mean in English? They would just like uh curse them, you know, like like yeah, and like I told you before that we found worms in his Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like we believe that someone was doing stuff to him, but nowadays he doesn't even drink, doesn't even go out. So I don't think he he has those influence in his in his system, especially now that he doesn't go to bars. Because I've 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 I play at bars every weekend, and um, I've seen ladies with the Santa Muerte. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The Holy the, Death. The Holy Death. Yeah. And she's uh, not really like she's considered a saint to some people, but not everyone. Yeah, some people see her as negative. Yeah. Because she can also be used for black magic, of course. She's used for black magic, and they also believe that what she gives you, she's also going to take away tenfold. Yep. So she makes you rich. She's gonna take everything away, but like times ten, it'll be. You gotta always worship her. That's the deal. You Mm -hmm. worship her, and she gives you, you know, what you desire. Yeah. Speaking of this, it has something to do with like the cartelists in Mexico. Yeah. Like they really got into her. Like for some reason, she became their their patron saint. Yep. And they even have these big festivals. Like I was watching the show on Netflix. I think it's called. uh, Like something about tourism and going to like these really dark places, like of tourism. Yeah. And this guy went to the actual shrine where the Santa Muerte started. And he says that every year, like, a bunch of people show up, like, over 10,000 people show up in that one little neighborhood. And they make their big, like, ofrendas, they make their offers just to her. Yeah. And, um, so, what's... Oh, actually, like, now that we're here, speaking of Mexico, and we're talking about personal things, what about you? You remember last time what you told me? Well, didn't you have, like, one more story? I'll tell it, but I want to hear your Mexico story. Since we're already there, like, why go back? The one about the sleep paralysis? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it was a sleep paralysis, but... So, if you want to hear the story. So, basically, like, my grandma... We go every... Not every year. The last time I went was 2016. We're in 2020 now. But, um... Of course, every time we would... My uncle lives with her, so, of course, we had to share a room with him. Because she only has two bedrooms. And, um... So I remember one night I had to sleep in the... So she has a closet and then the side... It's not really a closet, but it's like an extra room. But it looks like a closet because she has clothes in there. For a tour, check out our YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she has a closet and there's like a big bed in there. People sleep in there, of course, you know? So one night... uh, I had to sleep in there. And um, to make matters worse, it was raining that night, so... I was sleeping in there and like the sheets wouldn't wouldn't warm up. I don't know why. Like I'm really picky with sheets. Like if I'm gonna sleep with sheets, they have to be like very thick, you know, or you mm-hmm. know, especially warm. in Mexico when it gets cold, it gets cold at night. It's at night, terrible. Yeah, yeah, you're in the desert. Basically. Like I remember my aunt had this uh, Jonas Brothers one, <laughs> and that's the one I had, and it was so comfy. I was sleeping like a baby in the cover. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to like I was scared, so like I'm not gonna lie, I was like a how old was I? Like around seventeen. 16. Four years ago, how old are you now? 20. 21. 21, so you were uh, 17? Yeah. yeah, I was 17 years old, and 
I'm not afraid to admit it. I was scared. I rolled instead of pulling the sheets up to go under them, I rolled myself around the covers. <laughs> That's how scared I was. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I was scared. I couldn't sleep for a while until I finally, you know, passed away. I mean, passed away. Passed <laughs> out. Damn, so I'm, I'm speaking of a ghost right now. <laughs> so I finally passed out, and I remember vividly. I woke up in the middle of the night, and right there near the bed, there's a window. And for some reason, my grandma doesn't have windows like covering it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like she shades? Does. Yeah, she does. But she doesn't have shades, like the little windows. No, not like, at all. Like, it's like open. The, the it's curtains. barred. It's barred. She but doesn't it, have curtains. Though. Curtains, nah. anything like that. She just has mesh covering it. It's weird. That's the same at my my family's house. They don't have anything on the windows. Like they just have, mesh. Yeah, just mesh. Yeah. So basically, she had a mesh, and it was barred, of course, so nobody can get in. So I remember it was still raining that night and it was really cold. I woke up like in the middle of the night and it was colder than it was before I went to sleep. And so I look out, I look up and I could move and everything. So I know it wasn't uh, sleep paralysis, but I remember looking out and there's this guy, you know, like with a black hat, like with a black hat, you know, like a cowboy hat. Yeah, cowboy hat. And he was looking into, into the window. And I think he noticed that when I looked at him, he just walked away because once I got a, cl- a clear look at him, he walked away. But I'm not going to say I saw a clear look at him because mm-hmm. it wasn't you didn't him. really get it. was dark. I didn't raining, really get so his face. Yeah, get a good look. but he did. Leave. I did see the cowboy hat, though. But you saw it leave. Yeah, I saw it leave. It had like a. But was it walking leaving or was it like, you know, like how they. I think it just swift away. It just swift away. Yeah, because you can tell when somebody turns around and walks away. Of yeah, course. you can see the steps and like the next day you could literally clearly see like if on the outside, like the mud. You could see like if he was wearing what shoes he was wearing. Because in Mexico, it gets muddy. When it rains, it's muddy. Yeah, of course. And there was no footsteps or anything. Mm-hmm. And we live and my grandma's house is surrounded by grass, of course. And um, yeah, I, I remember like looking out into the window and seeing him stare at me like dead in the like dead like he was staring at me he couldn't keep his eyes off me he dropped your mic no i just unplugged it so you're saying he couldn't keep your eyes off you like me right now yeah like he was staring like Mm -hmm. it was scary because my heart started pounding fast i didn't know what to do and of course i couldn't do anything because everybody was asleep i wasn't gonna get up and scream because a 17 year old boy fucking (laughs) screaming hey hey man i would have done it like when i was at that house by myself i would have screamed if someone was there so yeah, he had a black cowboy hat and he was like looking down at me and I couldn't see his face. That's how creepy it was. Like he was in the shadows. He was hidden in the shadows. Oh shoot. And my grandma's house has a lamppost that illuminates everything. So that's how I know I could see him. Mm-hmm. And of course, as soon as I, I lifted my head up a little bit, I saw him turn around and walk swift away, of course. Mm-hmm. And ever since to this day, I, I have no idea what I saw. And You know, I still go to Mexico. Well... That you're was the last you're time about I went. to go over there. Yeah, I'm going to go be, this 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 uh It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting cuz I want to yeah. see more. And you're goes you're going on a plane, right? Yeah, on a plane. Cuz for me I'm, I'm always more used to like the drives, you know? Like since my dad always drives over there, it's like a 12-hour drive. And sometimes that darkness, bro. It's so freaking dark that you don't know what you're like you might even see something like just by driving oh, in the middle of the night. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah, cuz there's there's the this is for another day, but of course I'm gonna talk briefly about it about the the devil's curve. That's what they call it over there in Mexico, uh-huh. where there's this street that curves, and people uh, claim to see something like standing there in the middle of the road. Sometimes, like like a I'm lot saying, of sometimes you do see things because we're gonna add this like later on, like you said. But I remember I told you we like we have two people that have seen things on the road, and me personally, me and my mom saw something else. So we got. Well, we got I mean, you can talk, talk about, about it later. now since we're talking about experiences. Well, yeah, but mine wasn't that big, so that's why I want to make like a separate episode where we just talk about like road stories or okay. like road appearances. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'd rather do that instead of just adding it here. But speaking of that, seeing spirits outside your house, I told you about my aunt, right? No. Like the one that she's very, very devout to the Virgin Mary. I and think so. Yeah. yeah. This was this is an old story because it was a long time ago, but it was when my great grandpa passed away. Yeah, and uh, she tells me the story that she was uh, she was sleeping, but she heard tapping on her window, and when she saw she saw her grandpa, and her grandpa was out there, and she's like she opens the window and she's like, uh, uh, Grandpa, what's happening here? I'm just gonna translate it all. It's my it's easier. Yeah, and he's like, No, nothing, uh, nothing, sweetheart. I'm I'm just out here, looking, trying to just see who's, I just trying to look for people. And she's like, Oh, do you need something? And he's like, No, not really. I just I just want to say hi, and I'll, I'll see you later. 
and he just walked away or like you said right swish like just he, he and she was like whoa that's weird and they didn't have phones back then that's like classic stuff well of course at the time i'm pretty sure she saw him walk away not swift away because she didn't know yeah she the twist yeah in her mind it was probably just uh, yeah he just walked away and when the next day when she woke up she was hearing the bells and she was like oh that's sad because in mexico when you hear the bells at the church it means someone has passed away yep and she was like oh that's sad i wonder who did she's like i'm gonna go visit grandpa and see how he's doing and when she went uh, everyone in the house was crying and she's like what's going on what's going on they're like uh, Miha your grandpa passed away last night and she's like no because I saw him last night and they're like no he was in bed like dying having his final moments like we were giving him his goodbyes and she's like no no I swear I saw him he knocked on the window he said hi to me he, he said he was gonna see me tomorrow and they're like no he's he's not here Damn. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the <laughs> he goosebumps, got goosebumps. I always get goosebumps whenever I talk about this yeah because yeah and since then she's had a bunch of experiences like that so what i'm looking forward to going to mexico is probably just getting stories from them because my yeah. family is very spiritual and, or now whatever, that we started they, this podcast you can yeah like that's one of the main reasons i would go and ask them i'd be like hey tia like so what happened and then just like try to write it down and get a good idea of what she's telling me and try to like come back from that trip and give you a bunch of details that's that's i'm looking forward to that yeah that's that's one of the cool things like we can talk to a bunch of people and just see what their stories are because we're not we're not going to be skeptical we're not going to be making fun of people about it like I, I was even telling you hey let's go to reddit and ask people like what they've experienced before yeah because i want to tell other people's stories like i don't want to just tell my own well, well we, we finally like decided to just tell other people like our family member stories because we have a lot of family members yeah, especially well, from mexico because in like, mexico i was like we're mexican bro we got we got a lot of family <laughs> exactly <laughs> i have what four aunts five uncles out of just one family it's like Damn. 10 people yeah um, so I guess since now we're talking about like seeing people before their death, I want to talk about the one my father told me like a few years ago. The right. one I told you about. Okay, so basically, my dad was a musician back in the day, and he still he is. Still you know? is yeah. yeah, he's a he's a bomb ass musician. He Go check him out. <laughs> Super Furia Tropical on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. Go check them out. They're actually really good. I, I can't see them live because I work on weekends, but. <laughs> I hear they're good. Hey man, we don't play it. We don't play till night. You can get yeah, off work but, and go see us. But I'm too lazy. I'm, I'm tired by the time I get home. <laughs> I'm like, no, no quiero. <laughs> so okay. So, anyways, so my father told me this story about how he had this experience. So every, basically, every weekend he would go play. Like he would he would go to a gig and perform. And he would he wouldn't get home until like two in the morning, and you know. It'd be like us when we were young, you know? He was like, I think he was like 20 years old at the time. Yeah, like you want to go out, you want to party, you want to drink. So, yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, but this was his job. Oh, yeah, and also he played, so that's his gig, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, like he would get home in the middle of the night and he lived in apartments. So, what he saw wasn't like unusual, you know? Mm -hmm. So, every night he would come home. It was 2 in the morning and... He would see this old man rocking in a chair. And that was the neighbor. Ya mejor, sí, este, estaba, estaba un poquito malo el lunes y el martes. Pero ya se me quitó y ahorita estoy usando. I guess while Tarzan talks about how he was feeling last Sunday. We're probably going to have to, like, go to commercial break. So we'll be right back. So okay. you were saying about your dad. Sorry about that. Commercial yeah. break is always wonderful. Welcome back. Um, so... My experience, oh, my, not my experience, my father's experience. So anyways, what I was saying is that he was, he would come home to the, to two in the morning. And there was this man who would always rock on his chair. And of course, my father didn't see anything bad about it because he, uh, he already knew that man's wife. Uh-huh. So he would always talk to her every morning, you know, say hello, good morning. And like, for some odd reason, he wouldn't see him in the morning. Like he would never see him, like, like at all. At all in daytimes? Not at all at daytimes. Wow. So anyways, he he would always see him, like, every every night he would come back. Every weekend. Because during the weekdays, I think he worked. I'm not sure. I'm just telling you based on what he told me. Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah, he would always see him rocking in his chair. Covered up in a, not in a blanket, but, like, maybe... No, it was a blanket. I was going to say, like, a coat, maybe? No, it was a blanket. Okay, a blanket. Yeah. He was always rocking, and my dad would say hi to him, and he wouldn't respond. He would just look at him. Like, he was always looking at him. Or either he was looking at him, or he was sleeping. Uh-huh. 
So anyways, one morning, uh, he, he went to the lady's house. And now that I look back to it, I think she was the landlord. So I think he was paying his rent or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so basically, it was probably eating up like at your dad, like eating at him, like like that idea that oh, I talked to this guy, but he never says hi or anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like, all right, time to ask, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh-huh. So he went to go pay his rent, and he was talking to the lady. You know, he always had to start a conversation, and all of a sudden, he asked the lady, "So how's your husband? I see him every night, but he never says hi to me. Is he okay?" And to my dad's surprise, the ladies are like. My husband passed away a few years ago. And so my dad was in shock. Like, he couldn't believe it because, you know, he would... He yeah, was he a, would see the guy. He That's would it. see him, literally. It's like uh-huh. me looking at you right now. That's literally uh-huh. the same thing. And to this very day, it's scary to think about it because he also told me that after the lady told him, mm-hmm. he had this experience like two or three months later. Or I think it was like weeks later. My bad. Not months. Uh-huh. Two or three weeks uh, later. He was sleeping in the middle of the night. And it was unusual because he was always tired. He would go to sleep right away. But that, that, that night, he couldn't go to sleep. So all of a sudden, he looked over on his bedside. And he saw the man rocking on his chair. Whoa. He was like right there on his bedside looking at him. The same way he always would. That is so weird. The man was just staring at him. And my dad was scared because he couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't move. That's always been one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Like, just the idea of seeing something or something happening to you, but you not being able to react. Yeah, And then just taking you, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, oh, where'd he go? He just vanished. Like, it's always been one of my biggest fears. Like, that's why I'm always, like, like, out of both of us, I'm very squeamish. I'm very, like, oh, I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary experiences. You still haven't seen Hereditary, have you? I haven't seen Hereditary because I don't want to see it by myself. I saw Get Out. Great movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's really good. Like, I loved it. But I can't see Hereditary because I heard it's so damn scary not to watch it by yourself. It's really psychological, uh-huh. psychologically scary. But I wouldn't. Yeah, it was but, scary. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not this, gonna lie to you. This is the main thing I, I want to point out, though. We are both very, very different. I'm the guy that'll be like, no, no, I'm good, bro. Like I'll see you later. And you're the guy that's like, all right, hold so my where, beer. Where are we gonna go? Yeah, <laughs> hold my beer. Like what? What? You got ghosts? Let me go see. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but yeah, like. That story still that, haunts me this day because, you know, that would hit me. That. that would hit me hard, bro. Like, I would, I don't know what I would do if I had that happen to me. Yeah. It's scary. It really is. Speaking of that, though, like, we're, we're going on this, like, little tirade about, like, families and, like, them saying goodbye. My mom is pretty old, all right? She's, like, she's uh, born in the 60s, like, 61. And also, she's older than my dad. Yeah, my dad she was 65. She's from El Salvador. Uh-huh. And uh, she, like, over there, she tells me stories about, like, not even having TV and, like, the first black and white TVs coming out and things like that. Like, for them, like, she went through all that. And it's interesting because um, she was telling me this story that she was, I think, six years old or seven, and she had a cousin, another girl. But around this time, she was very sick, and they didn't know what was wrong with her. And so my mom would go visit her at least once or twice a week, like, just to see how she was. And one day, she was out in the fields, because over there they, they have coffee, they have a bunch of like fruit and things like that too. And she was helping them out, she was helping them, and she was sitting on a tree. And she saw that girl. She saw her running across the field. And when she saw her, my mom's like, hey, how are you? But she didn't respond, the girl didn't respond, but she did like wave back. And she says that she would be like, hey, what are you doing, are you all better? And as soon as she saw her, and she saw her leave, She's like, oh, I'm going to go run back to her house and see how she's doing. And she says that she did. And when she got there, it's the same thing, man. Everyone in the family was sad. And they're like, she's like, what's going on? I just saw, I think her name was Cecilia. Uh She's like, I just saw Cecilia. I saw her running on the field. I saw she was happy. She was running. And they're like, no, Mija, she just died. And they're like, how long ago? And they're like, "Uh, like three, four hours ago. And she's like, but I was in the fields around that time. And I saw her. Like, I know she was here. I mean, I know she was running. She was, She's healthy. And they're like, no, no, she passed away. I think she was giving you her goodbyes, Mija. Because she knows that you were always with her. And that you wanted her to feel better. So she wanted you to at least have a final goodbye with her. Damn. That's... Wow. Right? <laughs> and that's during the day, bro. That's what got me when I heard that. Damn. Wow. Yeah, because you never know. Like, you know, you see people... And you never know if they're really there. 
if they're really there or if it's the last time you're going to see them or anything like that. Like sometimes you just have moments when you're you're just there with someone and then the next time they're you don't see them. And yep. it's interesting. At least she had a goodbye, you know, because sometimes you don't even get that. Yeah, of course. But those are the ones that haunt. The ones that never get a goodbye are the ones that haunt. Mm-hmm. Um. So, remember how you were talking about the cemetery, about the one here nearby where the storage is? Oh, yeah, you were talking about okay. the storage unit. Uh-huh. So, it's not to add spice to this podcast or anything, but this actually happened to me. And I don't know if it was my mind, so I'm not, I don't know if I should consider this a ghost story or a personal experience. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so, of course, my dad, I go to college at five and right now at these times you know how it gets dark around six and yeah. time's gonna change tonight so oh it is yeah we got daylight savings already yeah what i didn't that's know what that. i said that fast that yeah. was so quick uh-huh so of at course the recording of this podcast is daylight savings we did not know that yeah because you know someone might listen to it months in advance and they'd be like oh time's changing <laughs> but it's not it's not that oh yeah uh-huh. but anyways um yeah uh so it was this thursday actually so two days ago uh-huh so I went to the storage right there where you said where that cemetery is. Yeah, right? that's a Jewish cemetery actually. Oh really? Now that you mention it, yeah. Um, so do you see a Jew ghost? Maybe. Did you see like the curls? No. Okay. Unfortunately. I'm not trying to be racist or anything. I just I just <laughs> I laugh at the idea. Nah, of the you're Jew already ghost. you're already but gonna start controversy. No, that's not controversy. How can you say something so controversial yet brave? Because because <laughs> that's America, man. You can do that anytime. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, you you saw something. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, the storage, uh, my father told me to, you know how I told you he's a musician? Uh-huh. So, he has an electronic drum set, like the ones with sound, you know? And that, that same day, he texted me during class. He was like, hey, right after you get off school, can you bring me that from the storage? Because, you know, we live in an apartment and we can't keep a lot of you stuff. You can't in keep there. a lot of stuff, no. And, of course, so I was like, okay. So, I drove to the storage and I put the code gate and then I drive in. Uh, I'm giving too much detail. It was dark already, so of course. Yeah, but it is, you don't have to give that much. Like, I mean, you're not giving too much detail. All you're saying is the code and you drive in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was cold. It was like pretty cool that night. Because remember how it rained this week? And yeah, whenever it rains, it gets cold here for some reason. Around like, this time. Yeah, especially. But I think right next by next week, I think the coldness should go away. But that's another topic. R.I.P. cold. Yep. So it was really cold that night, and I wasn't wearing a thermal or anything. I was just wearing my uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers t-shirt. And, uh, and your jean jacket? Yeah, my jean jacket. Uh, <laughs> no, it was no damn jean jacket. <laughs> jean jacket. <laughs> Come on, man. You I was gotta wearing jeggings. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta do like the 90s style, you know, like jeggings, <laughs> jean jacket, Power Rangers t-shirt, and then a red headband just for the just for fun. Because the Red Ranger's my favorite? Yeah, because the Red Ranger's your favorite. Anyways. Uh, yeah. And you have to have a morpher belt. Continue. Yeah, of course. So I can morph if there's like uh, anything. Yeah, like especially when you run into ghosts. The best way to like take care of a ghost is just power ranger. Morphing time, bro. Yeah, just morph. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I drove into the storage and that storage room is always creepy to me because there's only one light lit in there. Oh, really? I guess the maintenance guy hasn't fixed the other light bulbs or anything like that. Or they want to keep a creepy vibe. Maybe. There was no one there, of course, and like, you know... I've had some experiences where I'm like in the storage room like taking stuff out and all of a sudden you would hear like something stumble or something like fall or somebody like walk by and the thing about that storage the one I'm at I've never seen anybody there like I've never actually like met up with somebody there they're like hey how you doing you know because a lot of people just put their stuff there and never go back yeah that's true that's a habit like you're just paying it monthly you're like oh I have stuff buenos dias so we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be right back Welcome back, and I am so sorry about the constant. Uh, you could just call them like interruptions. Or, yeah, interruptions. Yeah, constant right. interruptions, because we have. I, I sell soap over here on. Uh, so for my listeners to come out over here and buy some soap over here near Airline Drive. And uh, yeah, we have a bunch of people that come by every once in a while, customers, and they'll come by and they'll stop us like in the middle of our recording, and we got to take care of the customer first. Yeah, so don't worry, guys. Uh, this won't happen in all episodes. We just. Right now, we're just looking for a studio so we can film our audio. Because right now, I can tell that our audio is not going to be good. But, I mean, as long as we I get mean, our stories it, out there. And it's a start, too. Like, if we get fans and people that want more and, like, you know, are in really interested, we can probably get a better, like, place. Like, you know, 
Like if we get some, like I'm not trying to get money from the fans, but if we do end up getting some type of money or some way to get some money from the show and use it, we might be able to like rent out a studio and like record a couple episodes per visit and you know, give you guys better quality, better audio. Yeah. So, back to our topic. Yeah, you were saying that you were at the storage place. Yeah, the storage and, um, and so that light, you know, they haven't fixed that light, so I don't know what's going on. But like I said, like right there next to that building, there's a fence. And on the other side of that fence is the Jewish graveyard. Mm-hmm. And so like, let me tell you what happened. So to get into the building, you have to press the code, of course. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's like relevant. So I went in, got what I needed. I closed the storage, locked it. I walked out. And it's already dark outside. You can't see anything. It's pitch black. Because it gets really dark. Mm-hmm. There's a few lights, of course. I'm not going to over-exaggerate. I said it was pitch black. But anyways, I put the stuff in the car. I get in the driver's seat, of course, because I'm driving. <laughs> and um, I look out. You know how, you know, look forward. I turn on my headlights and I see something pass by. And I don't know if it was me or it was just in my head or I don't know. But I, I could have sworn I saw somebody like at the Jewish graveyard passing by. And it was like a dark figure. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I don't know. And this was two days ago. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So It's still fresh in your mind. It's... I was scared And then like And then like After that Like I look behind me And on my window There's a handprint There is? Yes And it couldn't have been my sister Because your chair's on the other side Oh you were with your sister though? No she wasn't there I was coming from school Oh yeah 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 And it couldn't have been my sister Because Yeah she's on the opposite side Yeah And she knows better than To put her hands on the window Of course She's like 7 years old now Yeah she's a smart girl And Yeah Like to this day I don't know what the hell happened and uh, mm-hmm. next time I go, I think I'm going to go check out, like... Go to the graveyard? Not go to the graveyard, but, you know, like... <laughs> like, if, if it was me, I'd just... Like I, like I said, I would rush. I'd, yeah, get, I'd get out of there fast. Knowing you, you'd probably be like, huh, let me let me try to take a good look at this. Because uh, speaking of rushing, right, I want to go into my story. But like, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I want to go into my story because... That's pretty much it for mine because... Uh, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt or anything, but... No, no, of course. Like, this just reminds me of me running away. That avocado truck was loud. Anyways, I was was at a friend's house. They had just, him and his girl had just had twins. Yeah. His name is Pedro and he has four brothers. And there's always a lot of drama in that family, right? But uh, he was living with his wife in that house. They live pretty close to where I live. But it's pretty secluded and that street always, always has accidents. Like there's always death. Like one time, this is crazy, right? But there was this pack of dogs. And they had a cow in their house. And with that cow, somehow the dogs got in and just devoured it. So yeah, they've had, and they've also had horses that have been killed like that. They've had their own dogs killed like that. One time there was a dog that was decapitated in that house. Where you live? No, no, where they live. Oh, where they live. Yeah, because okay. they have a like property that's pretty big. And it's just confusing. Every single time I go, like, I hear something about that area, there's always either A, someone died on the street, there was this really bad accident, B, a bunch of animals are being killed over here, there's a pack of dogs. Like, a bunch of crazy stuff happens in that area. And they're really close to me. They're, like, less than 10 minutes. And I was talking to his wife. We were just sitting around the table. His wife had just made tamales. She's from El Salvador, so good cook, good cook. And, uh, well, ex-wife now. We can get into that later. And, um... She she was telling me the story that when she had before she had her kids she kept dreaming about two boys, two boys yeah like she constantly kept having dreams 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 but while she was pregnant those dreams kind of became reality because she would see them like she said she would be showering and they would be out there like they'd be outside that shower oh shit goosebumps <laughs> yeah and uh, and when she she says that she would see them and she says that when they moved in with the babies same thing. She opened the door, and one of them was there at the door staring at her. And the best way she could describe them to me, she's like, have you seen the movie Grudge? You know that blue kid? Something similar to that, but it's two of them. And they're always surrounding her. And as she was telling this story, my mom also went into detail with some of hers, including that one about the girl and all that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, all I heard, and that we, we were, it was, it was just us four. We were playing Loteria in the kitchen. Lot, uh, the bingo. Mexican lot, Mexican bingo. <laughs> Lottery. 
and you just hear boom fuck it like the door just shuts like you hear the door just like hard there wasn't and any other kids there wasn't anyone else like I told you he has four brothers none of them were there the two kids were babies like the twins were babies they, oh. they weren't gonna open it and I was like bro what was that and his wife is like oh no that's just common here I'm like what do you mean it's common and she's like you know how I was telling you about those kids well I think they like to prank us and they do this all the time I was like uh okay and I told my I was with my mom and I was like hey mom um I think we should go and she's like what do you mean we're, st- we're still having fun but I was like no we're going and she's like no I'm having a lot of fun here talking I was like no we are going now <laughs> and the wife was like are you spooked I'm like yes I am you're talking about these kids and I'm over here just calmly doing nothing and hear that door shut of course I'm gonna want to run away and, and my friend's like dude calm down it's not gonna happen again as soon as he says that it happens again <laughs> I was Damn. like, so I was like uh, yeah Pedro it's been fun but I'm leaving and his wife's like oh let me get a plate let me do this I was like okay I'll be in the truck but I didn't want to be out there because it's also really really dark and where we live there's not a lot of light so it's really pitch black out there <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with one more story, I think. So, yeah. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. In the last clip, you can hear one of my customers ask about the downy. And, uh, yeah, we sell detergent. We got to say that every single time someone stops us and we take another break. And like I was saying, where we live, it's pitch black. You cannot see anything. And I did not want to be out there by myself. And they had a pit bull. Speaking of all those packs of dogs, which is them probably putting all those dogs out there. They have pit bulls? They had a pit bull outside of that house. And they had to like go like, shoo, shoo, let them in, let them out. And so I had to wait to leave. But there's something about that house, man. I've told you this before. and I've, like, I, like I say, these guys have some weird luck. They've had someone pass away in their home before. Like the guy was a homeless person their mom picked up. And she was quote unquote curing him. One day, he just went downstairs to their house, fell asleep, and passed away. Like, this is, like, genuine. They've had random things. And not just that. At this other house, the one that uh, those kids are at, they told me that there was this family of workers that used to live there. Like, they're, they're workers. And one, of, one night, they ran off with everything. Because in this house, they used to use it kind of like a storage. They would put all their tools and, like, a bunch of stuff. And her husband, the the family's, the family's, uh, their dad, like my friend's dad, was really close to the husband of that family because he worked with them a lot. And that friend of his stole the paperwork, like the titles of the homes and things like that. Like, oh, he's the owner of this place, blah, blah, blah. Like, he stole a bunch of that, like important documents. He stole money. I think it was like over $20,000. And he stole all the tools. And they took off to Mexico. And they say that on their way to Mexico, they had this really, really bad accident where the whole family perished. And now the family consists of the husband, the wife, two boys, which is what really, really freaked me out, and a little girl. So it was a family of five, and they all died on their way to Mexico. Shit. I thought we were trying to be PG, buddy. We already cussed like many times. No, we just said damn. No, like earlier, we did cuss a lot of times. Oh, we just said damn. You said the F word a long time ago. No, I said frick. No, I said frick. I said. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, that's what they were telling. That's that's also part of the story they were telling me before we even heard the loud door just go, boof. And to me, I have a feeling that those two kids she keeps seeing are the ones that passed away in that family because that's their final home. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like I'm sure that's their final home. I'm certain. And it's just creepy the idea of her saying, "Oh yeah, I'm in the shower," and these two kids are always like there. Or, like, I'll be asleep and I'll look on the side of the bed, like, right next to Pedro, and you'll see the two kids. Yikes. And they had twins. Twins? Yes, they had genuine twins. Both of them, too? Yes. Oh, wow. And so, like, that's just kind of what gets me whenever... But that's not the end, right? So, when we left, I was telling my mom, like, okay, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to come back here at nighttime. Like, I don't mind going during the day, but night, I'm not interested. And she's like, oh, why not? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm just not interested. And we were driving towards my house, and I was going on this curb, right? Mm-hmm. And this is funny. Like, it's, not, it's scary in a sense if you think about it the way I thought about it. But I saw this figure, white figure, like in front of this tree line. Like, there's like a little forest. Yeah. And I saw this white figure in the middle. And I was like, oh! And I, I, I almost like swerved. 
And my mom's like, what? What's happening? I was like, you don't see that? And she's like, there's nothing there. And as we got closer to the figure, because we had to run, like, move a little bit more forward to do the curb, it was a freaking tree. It was a tree that had the shape of a person. Yikes. And it scared me so much because I thought it was an actual spirit. I'm like, oh, man, since we're talking about it, that's why they're, they're after me. <laughs> like, I instantly thought of it like that. You were paranoid, basically? I was paranoid, man. Because I had never had anything that hardcore happen, like, where you hear the door shut. Uh, I would still react the same way for a while. Then I go check it out. And then you'd want to go back and be yeah. like, hmm, what happened here? Not, I'm the opposite. I have not gone back to that house since then. You weren't thinking of going in there with your pants down. I hope it's a poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. That's not. That's just the thing, though. That family's had some weird things happen to them. I've heard some stories you've told me about them. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm telling you, Pedro is like a. He was. He was a close friend. I haven't seen him in a long time. He, I've known him for over 20 years. Was a close friend. Was because I haven't seen him. Oh, I thought you were gonna say since like they owe you money. Oh, well, I mean the money thing is also there. Like he ran off as soon as he heard. Oh, uh, hey, when are you gonna pay us back some money? But that's fine. I don't like. I don't care about that as much. But yeah, we just don't talk and. Like, some of the things I was hearing about him from his wife was that he was going crazy, where he would call her, and he'd be like, is anyone there? She'd tell her to put, she'd tell her to put him on speakerphone, and he'd be like, you're, you're blah, 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 you, you are owned by Pedro, right? And she's like, yes, Pedro's my husband. And it's like, okay, Pedro is the only one you love, right? Yeah, Pedro's the only one I love, he's my husband. Like, he'd be that weird. Do you think he's, I don't know if this is the case, but it might be possession. Hey man, some of his actions were wild. Like I told you about him running on the freeway. Oh, we yeah, make chasing it, his we dad make on the it a joke, but it, literally his dad was driving away. He had like a little kid moment, and he started chasing the truck all the way towards the freeway. They had to pick him up on the freeway. That's. I'm. I'm pretty sure he's possessed. And I told you about him breaking the handcuffs too, right? When he got arrested and yeah, he broke Yeah, like one night he got arrested and uh, the cops were like, calm down, calm down. And he was in the pool and they didn't want to tase him because he was like trying to drown himself <laughs> in the pool. And yeah, he, uh, when they got him out, they put him in handcuffs. While he was in the back seat, he literally just went <gasps> and broke uh, off, broke the handcuffs from his arms. I've never seen someone do that. It happens, but... You have to have massive strength. He does. That's the crazy thing. He and has, I'll, like, bull strength. And I'll tell you this right now. I've heard being possessed gives you, like, abnormal strength. Oh, really? Yeah, and it also, like, relaxes your muscles and shit like that. You, they say possession is, like, one of the best feelings ever. But at the same time, of course, it's bad for you because some of these demons don't want you to eat. Uh-huh. And that's uh, Annalise Michelle's case, you know? Like, she died because of neglection. They thought the priests weren't feeding her. She didn't want to eat. And the court didn't believe that, so they charged the priests and the mother uh-huh. because of that. And well, I, I mean, think that's Pedro's case, you know? He's aggressive. He's acting crazy. Should we just save that for another episode? Or? Yeah, of course, but we're, we're back to Pedro. No, 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 yeah, yeah. When we get back to that point, because I'm interested in possession now. Yeah. Like, I never thought of it like that. I'm just saying, like... Oh, okay, yeah, of Yeah, I never thought of it like that. I just thought maybe the spirits were doing something with him, because the wife says that when she would see the spirits, they'd be on him. Like, they'd be with him. Like, they'd always be kind of, like, together with him. And I'm like, could it be that the spirits did something to, like, alter him? Or maybe... Because he was very, like, at the same time... You know how you said people don't eat? Pedro was the opposite. He was eating, like, crazy. And when I say, like, crazy, I mean crazy. Like, one time, my mom gave him a plate of, uh, of soup. And you know how soup fills you up? He ate it. And then he's like, oh, can I have a second serving? My mom's like, okay. He ate that. And we went to the room and we were playing some video games. And then a couple seconds later, he's like, hey, do you think your mom can whip up some beans for me? I was like, aren't you, aren't you full? He's like, not really. And I had like those Mexican mazapans, you know, like the candy, like not candy, but you know, like the, it's like a, it's like a sweet, it's like peanut. a treat. Yeah. It's peanut and like uh, flour. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And he ate a whole box of them. And he still wasn't full. He wanted chips. He wanted more things. I have no idea what his case is, but that's pretty... That's kind of questionable, and that's for another topic. You know? Yeah, yeah, we can say that. For we later. might have we might have to talk about possession for those kind of cases. Because you say he was trying to commit suicide. He's really aggressive. He's all of this, all of that. He's very possessive of his wife too. Possessive, and not only that, that phone call. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. That's him He's being talking possessive. In third person, he was yeah. talking in third person, like kind of like someone was there. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, they live in a house with ghosts. You think ghosts aren't going to possess you whenever they? And it's not the only house because they have two houses. The one that's close to here, I'm sure, has ghosts because they've had people die there a bunch of times. Like they've had a bunch of deaths, and like I told you, they've even had that one cousin that passed away here. And this, and we're literally parked in the bar where this one of their family members passed away. Like he got stabbed here. Right now, like right and now. This bar, this bar right, yeah, here? right here, right next to us, he got stabbed. Damn. So like that's what I'm trying to say. Like there, there's some weird things going on in that family. I bet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, any more stories? Hmm. Well, I got one more story. All right. You had any stories? I'm thinking that was probably the most recent I've ever had, and that was in like 20, 2016 maybe or twenty seventeen. Like it's like that long ago. Okay. So would you say this is the last story? I mean, I have the one story about the road, but I want to save that for the next episode, like one of the next episodes. Okay. Because I, I, it's not even a big one. Like, it's a couple of, like, seconds. Like, it, it won't take too long. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you don't want to tell it? Yeah, because it's, it's not a big deal. Okay. And I kind of want to look into it. Like, I don't want to be the only person. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this... Uh, what about your story? Yeah, hold on. Oh. We're going to go ahead and wrap <laughs> up this podcast with my final story. All right. Which happened in Mexico, and that, this is my cousin's husband. And I don't call him my cousin because she married him after the first guy. You know? Like, this is her second husband. Yeah, I get so it. So that's why I don't consider him my cousin. He's not a cousin. He's just, uh, like, your... It's kind of cuñado, right? That's what it means? Kind of, yeah, you know. Brother-in-law. Yeah, brother-in-law. Cousin-in-law, I guess. But anyways, um, so here's a story. To this day, he's a taxi driver. Uh-huh. And he drives people around, you know. He drinks a lot, too. He likes tequila. So... Uh, he was telling me this story He was telling me this story about um, How He made this trip Where he made like this You know where he took somebody to where they needed to be Yeah So it was like around 3 in the afternoon uh, He made that and the person wanted to go somewhere That was like one hour away So by the time he came back it was already getting dark You know like 7, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock well, he picked no, up about actually, three. You know it might have been later, no? Like five? No, actually, you know what? He got back at six. Uh huh. Because it was like an hour. And then, you know, Because if to you say three, back. it's an hour, and then an hour back, so it'd be like roughly five. Okay. But yeah, let's just say he got five. picked up at four, because that'll be at six. But yet again, it's Mexico. The driveways, the, 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 you can drive those quick. Roads, no, but I'm just saying those roads are bad. There are no limits. Those are like the worst thing you can drive on. Like, if you go to Mexico, go to a touristy place, because some of those villages have some of the worst roads you'll ever drive on. <laughs> And you'll never see the road bumps. Never, ever see the road bumps. Yeah. So anyways, he was coming back. And right there near my grandma. So basically, he and my cousin lived down the, down a little, you know, down a little hill. Mm -hmm. And my grandma's house is on the top. Yeah. But on the top of my grandma, there's like these, you know, like this area, like a field. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he decided to, you know, like, I deserve a break. So he decides to go into a field, you know, be there peacefully, quiet. And uh, he sli- he uh, he decides to drink. He sits there on a rock, you know, relaxing, just thinking about nothing, you know, forgetting about everything. Drinking tequila. Mm-hmm. He got so drunk that he passed out. So basically he was like asleep. He took a nap. Yeah, I know when you pass... Like, I've never really... Dr- I'm not a drinker, but I know when people drink and pass out, they're just completely gone. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't think it's tequila. I think it was wine. Oh, Because okay. I think Wait, tequila was... Could it have been mezcal? Right? Might be. I'm not sure. Because I don't know about drinking wine in Mexico. I wasn't paying attention about what he was drinking. He just told me that he got drunk. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, like that. always. <laughs> when he said that, you're like, oh, always. Yeah. yeah, of course. Anyways. So he fell asleep, took a nap. And then he wakes up and it's dark outside. It's already dark. And all of a sudden, he like wakes up, wakes up, looks around, and he hears like this echo of like someone singing in the background, like someone humming. Mm-hmm. And he got scared because you know, like you wake up in the middle of the night in the middle of the forest or something, and you hear shit like that. Of course, yeah. you're gonna freak out. So he got up and got in his car and drove off. He said to this very day he doesn't know what happened. Like he said it was like someone singing, like you know when a woman's like. 
Like in Mexico, like you see a woman hanging clothes, of course you're gonna be like humming or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, but it's a field where there's nothing around. There's nothing around. So it's even more creepy because you're just sitting there and you hear singing. And it might have been the La Llorona, but that's another. That's topic. another topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right now, while we're recording this, I already have three topics in experiences, mind. Experiences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No topics, just ideas. Yeah, but this one's about experiences, so we're gonna. Yeah, focus yeah, I know, on I know. So yeah. So I guess we're gonna wrap it here. So what I want to say before we leave is, uh, if you really enjoy this, leave comments and like let us know what you what you like and what you don't like. I'm pretty sure the audio quality is gonna piss you guys off, but I mean it's just something we can't control. We're literally out here near the streets, and uh, also share your experiences because we want to talk about that. You know, like we want to and like have other people tell us about their own personal stuff. Yeah, we don't mind talking about your experiences. Yeah, if you have something personal or something like that, you can find us online and our social medias. We're probably going to add them underneath the podcast. And this is going on YouTube too, so go ahead and comment on YouTube too. I yeah, you comment on YouTube that. and like if you want to like DM us or something, like give us an actual personal message and tell us about what happened. And if you're you're okay with us talking about it, we'll add it. Like I don't mind. I love sharing other people's stories. Like I already have people I want to interview or just talk like talk to them and get their stories and bring them out here because there's always something happening out there. Same here. So you already know. So I guess I'll catch you guys later. And this was Nightmares Explained, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>